yo, yo, this is Bernard, a.k.a. the Scarlet Spider. I cannot believe I'm still doing this nickname shit. <laughs> and this is Samir, the King in Black. And we are back for the brand new year. Welcome back and welcome all newcomers to the Angry Blurs podcast. Yeah, 2023, y'all. You know, I could just add the air horn sound effect. You ain't got to do that. Why, why you always got to try to be extra? I don't know what you're talking about. You want me to add air horns? I can add air horns. I don't know what you're talking about. It's going to be done in post. I don't know what you're talking about. How was your holiday break, man? Uneventful. Me and the wife uh, had a good time. Um, get this bit of this thing here. Uh, yeah, you should have did that before. Me and the wife had a good time. We uh, went out with some friends on New Year's. Had the ball drop at a house party. Very nice, wholesome family fun. Um, and then she, I got drug out all through the night because she had to go dance and I, I needed to be a good husband and take her dancing. And that's yeah. what we did. Think of it this way. It's better for you to dance with her than some random person. Yeah, I was. Oh, and they be on this, she was all, 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 all night. She was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, Latinos, we, we we party all night. I'm going to go also six. I get this lady home at three thirty. Cap passed out, passed out. Was she drinking? Uh, she drank a little bit, but she was gone. Hit the, you know, she hit the pillow, out, gone. Okay. Next time, don't let me hit a pillow, and I'll stay up. Uh, my New Year's was uneventful. I decided to stay home. I just didn't feel like doing That's anything. That's what I wanted to do. Well, I had also put together my new dresser, and I was being an adult. So, um, yeah, I bought a new dresser. I put that bad boy together. And now I gotta buy a new TV stand and put that bad boy together. I'm, although honestly, I might just pay to get that assembled. Man, it took me like two hours to put that dress together by myself. It said an hour and a half with two people. So I mean, an extra half hour ain't bad, right? How long it took you? I said two hours. That's not so bad. Yeah, I think it took me like two hours to put together my last cat tree, uh, the new one I bought over the Christmas um holiday. Motherfucker buying cat trees. Well, yeah. What else? What I buy for my cats? Cat trees. I'm actually. I like this cat tree. It's my best cat tree yet. It's double size. It's eight feet tall. It's dope. Cats love it. Yeah. Um. Because Samir doesn't celebrate Christmas, I decided to treat myself to new items. So, like I already said, I bought myself a new dresser. I'm just trying to get every. I'm trying to be an adult and have everything match the aesthetic of my room. Like I have a great bed frame, so I went and bought a great dresser. So now I got to go get a great TV stand. Uh, I also bought myself a new iPad Pro, and I finally bought myself a new camera. I'm grabbing the box, so I got the Nikon Z6 II. Uh, this bad boy was very expensive, and I also had to get an adapter because I didn't buy any lenses yet. So I'm using the lenses, my old F-mount lenses, for this camera. So um, if you're in the South Florida area, you can hit me up to photograph your events on Instagram. It's b.read.photos. All right. Or just go to Bernard Reed Photography on Facebook. Shoot me a DM. Let me know what you want to get done, and we can work out some prices. Support black businesses. Exactly. That's the name of the episode, goddammit. And you know how else you can support us? By rating, reviewing, subscribing, commenting, liking, sharing, reposting, all that. Give us a follow. You know, we actually talk back. It's, it's, it's mainly me, but we talk back. <laughs> all right. Uh, housekeeping. Um, we got to talk about a couple things that went over while we were gone. I think. Um, what happened? 
I mean, nothing much, really. I mean, it was slow news week. I mean, and, uh, I mean, some stuff happened. Um, a lot of stuff unraveled at DC uh, with the Rock and everything. So that was that. Situ- that situation was messy. Did we really want to get into that? Because we, ain't, bro, we talked we about already, DC. We, we already touched on it. So, well, yeah, no, because remember the other stuff came out. Oh yeah, a couple other things did come out. Yeah, Vince McMahon is back at the WWE. That on the board of directors, they're also crazy. talking about selling the company. Also crazy. Yeah, I'm, I saw that today. I'm like, what? No. Because who's going to buy it? It's probably going to try to sell it to like some Saudi prince because, you know, they do tours over there now. They got the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. They've been doing cool tours over there for a while. Well, no, not necessarily. They used to back in like the 80s and 90s and they stopped for a long time. Like, Crown Jewel is something that's only been around for maybe, like, four years now. So, like, that's the pay-per-view that they do in Saudi Arabia. Not that many women matches, because, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, what's the point if that's the case? I mean, bro, wrestling is still wrestling. But, yeah, I get it. But still sucks. All right. So... I mean, do we do we want to talk about the rock and everything that happened with? There was more that happened, but I, I can't remember. I knew there was a couple other things I wanted to house clean about, but if I can't, they didn't come to mind. We'll, we'll I'll pull my lid if I, they come to mind. I mean, I got it. I mean, basically, they said that he did very little promotion for Black Adam and DC League of Super Pets. He wanted to have a Terramana tequila stand at the screens and. He also pitched a multi-year deal. I mean, multi-year plan for Black Adam and Superman. It's like so. Just like, everybody it's, else. it's just so goddamn disrespectful. To it's like it's like having Batman in Metropolis fighting Toy Man or Atomo or um, uh, Metallo, like other Superman villains. Like he's not. That's not his role gallery. All right. Yeah. He's a magical powerhouse. Let him fight other magical powerhouses. I'd rather him fight Constantine or Zatanna, but Shazam is right there. He's still. Well, we, we we talked about. Well, we talked about that. I know it's just so gutting. Dis- it's so gutting disrespectful. It's like, no, you don't get it, man. Like, stop. Just, he just don't care about the character. He just want his own little freaking empire franchise. Yeah, uh, and the funny thing is, we were actually we we talked about this before we went on break, and I was listening to another podcast. Uh, shout out to Van Lathan and the guys at the Ringiverse. They basically said the same thing that we said. The Rock doesn't necessarily have a franchise. They're really, the only franchise he has is Jumanji. And even then, that's a continuation of a property yeah, from a reboot. almost yeah. 30 years ago. So it's a soft reboot. But yeah, so that's really his only franchise. And that's okay. A lot of actors don't have franchise. They have wildly successful careers. Chill out, I mean, man. I, I mean, who, who besides Jason Momoa, that's all I got. That don't have a, a franchise that's wildly uh, successful? Yeah. Um, Did she just say Shaq? Yeah, what'd you say? Oh, why? No. That, is not, that does not need a sequel. I can't think of it at the moment. Um, I w- uh, you, you didn't help. That was more hurtful than helpful. Yeah. I'm glad I never saw that movie. You know, you need to see that movie. Why would I watch Kazam? I don't know, but it's like, 
Bro, I, I didn't not watch it. Simple. I didn't watch a single movie with Shaq in it. I was just actually talking to local about this as oh. we were playing Shaq Fu. Yeah, okay. Housekeeping. Um, yeah, this happened while we were gone. Uh, so AMD's new um, uh, graphics cards, the uh, 7900 XT and the 7900 XTX, uh, uh, They've been experiencing overheating. This is the first-party cards, not the partner cards that are made by other companies. The AMD first-party cards, they're experiencing severe overheating to the point where they actually had to issue a callback. So AMD is mm. taking L's left and right. So that happened recently, and uh, they have yet to um, – I mean, they've been offering refunds and stuff like that, but that's about it. They haven't had any countermeasures or any way to fix it yet. Okay. I mean – Thank goodness you got in the video, right? Yes, I got uh, a forty eighty. Yeah. Um. All right, you want to hear our next story? Our I first mean, story. I mean, this is all housekeeping. I mean, I'm gonna just go. Do you have any house small, housekeeping? I'm gonna just go over a few small things. Uh, Noah Shop came out the closet uh, a couple days ago. Congratulations to him. That happened I mean, this week, though. That's not housekeeping. That happened this week. I, I mean, mean it's a, news. it's a. I know, but it's a small thing. I mean, what okay. else can we say besides congratulations? All right. In that case, uh, we can wish Hayao Miyazaki a uh, happy birthday. He is turning Who the hell is that? Uh, bitch, what? Who? Are you serious? Don't do that because I don't do that the, shit to you when it comes to the, comic book writers and creators. But it, he, it's like saying, who's Stan Lee? And you would be surprised how many people did not know who the hell Stan Lee was. I don't was. think anyone knows. No, everyone knows. And I'm surprised nope. you don't know. Nope. Okay. Until, I, I until cameos, how... until cameos, like the general public did not know who Stan Lee was. They just knew him as that old guy who was in all three Spider-Man movies and the Amazing Spider-Man. And then when he joined the MCU, he had to break it down. Like, oh yeah, this is the guy who basically created the entire Marvel universe. Okay. Well, Hayao Miyazaki is the Stan Lee to the Studio Ghibli films. Oh, okay. I yeah, mean, he created people... studio. He created Studio Ghibli. He wrote. He wrote. He wrote and directed. 99% of all the films. And um, yeah, he's he's the mastermind behind all those works of art. And so all those amazing films, Kiki's Delivery Service, uh, Castle in the Sky, Nausicaa, Spirit of the Wind, Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle. I mean, I can go on and on. The Wind Rises. It's like those were all his, you know, his uh, masterpieces. And he just, okay. he's, yeah, he turned 82. It's his okay, birthday. Well, happy belated birthday to him. And Samir, you did not have to jump down my throat. Okay. I'm just so surprised you didn't know who you I, I assumed you did. I didn't I don't I didn't watch any Studio Ghibli movies besides what? How's Moving Castle and Spirited Away? I just don't know how you Oh my god. Stop it. All okay. Right. All right. Okay, so first story. Okay, you wanna go or you want me to go? Because you just kinda All right, I'll go. Okay. Oh. So Okay, the animated Nimona movie is back on track and uh, being produced. It's revived by Netflix. It was dropped by Disney, and now it's being revived by Netflix, and uh, it should be released sometime this year, surprisingly enough. I thought this movie was scrapped and, and shelved, but no, it's not. Hey, Samir, tell a few people what Nimona is. Okay, so um, Nimona will, the cast will include such actors as Chloe Grace Moretz as the lead actor, Riz Ahmed, and Eugene Lee Young. And the plot is pretty simple. Essentially, it's about a shape-shifting young woman 
who, with the help of a cyborg knight, they topple a tyrannical government. Okay, you said that's coming to Netflix. Yes. Um, I don't know. Let me see if there's an exact date. Hang on. Uh, to be determined, it looks like. Okay. Some, but it will premiere sometime in uh, 2023. Okay. So y'all heard that, right? So be on the lookout for that. Since we're also oh, talking yeah. about... But, Housekeeping. Oh, yeah. uh, Jeremy Renner. We forgot about to talk about that. Well, that was that was. I think that would have been a little bit lengthy because there we got a lot of details with that. So yeah, that can actually be in my next story. So, uh, Jeremy Renner was actually in an accident over within the past week or so. It was a snowplowing accident. He was helping a family member shovel some snow, and they were on a snowplow, and he got ran over. I mean, the Reddit. Uh, the subreddit for the Bodega Boys went a little nuts because uh, there was an episode of Jesus Mirror when it made fun of his singing. I might post like the clip right here, but but I'm glad he's all right. We don't. I mean, please be careful out there if you're shuffling snow. And I don't. I I I mean, I don't know how this could have been avoided because all we know is he got run over. I think he broke a leg. Yeah, he got pretty roughed up. Yeah, he's he's got like a few contusions. He had to get um surgery, but I am glad he's all right because we need Hawkman to be in the MCU. And I don't want I mean, to say shit about recast. Shut the fuck up. We got Hawkeye, Clint Barton, Hawkeye, but Kate Bishop is just as good. Is she? Yes. I didn't see Kate Bishop take down those scroll ship and kill herself to save her friends. Uh, I re- I recall her in a scroll conflict or two, actually. In really fact, is. yeah, during the conflict, yeah, when Teddy first, then Teddy's origin first came out, yeah, she 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 squared up with some scrolls. Mm. Mm, indeed. Uh, okay, so next story: the She-Hulk okay. writer Dan Slott, well, one of the my boy, my boy, Dan Slott. We I met him twice. Samir met him once. I don't know if he your boy, though. Look, I, I stand Dan Slott, okay? When Dan Slott was getting all those death threats for for what he did to Peter Parker in Amazing Spider-Man 600, basically killed him and had Doc Ock learning Spider, I was, I was clapping back at everybody who was going at him. Dan Slott is one of my favorite comic book writers. And Dan Slott solidified his spot as one of my top 10 writers when we met him at Supercon. When he literally signed like a stack of comics about as high as this damn um, Power Ranger box when he had to go do a damn Q&A. You remember? He's a nice guy. I'm not denying that. I just don't yes. know you, you just like, yo, boy. Like, y'all. You, you I said, our oh, boy. Dan Slot. You're not, you're not Dan- invited to the cookout. The white cookout? Yeah, the one with the, the white potato salad <laughs> with the but, raisins. <laughs> okay, all right. But, well, yeah, yeah, that sounds cool. Ahead. All right. Yes. Um. Okay. So yeah, uh, She-Hulk writer Dan Slott uh, says that the Disney Plus series is the most comic accurate show in the MCU in response to complaints about its comic comic. Exactly. Accuracy. So hey, all you fucktards who don't read comics, guess what? Go read a goddamn She-Hulk comic. 
because it pretty much breaks the fourth wall. And don't forget, She-Hulk was the first one to do it. Just because you know Deadpool came out, what, seven years ago at this point? Seven years She late, did it first. Later. No, the first oh, movie came movie? out. Yes. Oh, yeah, the movie. Okay, they brought the, yes. the comic. Yeah, but no. And even then, when Deadpool first came out, guess what? He didn't start breaking the fourth wall until like 99, 2000 when Joe Kelly was writing the book. Yeah. I mean, good grief. I hate people. But, um, yeah, so if you got a problem with that, we can fight. Don't, don't, don't talk. Don't go back and forth with the guy who basically put She Hulk on the map in the 2000s. I mean, I don't know if she. No, in the 2000s, yes. Because Dan Slott was writing She Hulk pretty much from like, when the hell was House of M? To the, no, not House of M. Was it House of M where Hawkeye came back? I know it was like the mid 2000s. Because remember, I started buying the book. So, like, right before Civil War. You all right? Could you? I'm, a, I'm Okay. <laughs> you weren't moving. I just see the, I just I'm, see you scrolling. I'm, I'm like, just did mad. you just have a stroke? I'm just mad we're not getting a, a second season. You don't know if we're getting a second season or not. Only thing I, mean, I can like that show for was how they designed um, Scar. I mean, obviously they're going to fix that. We better fix it. But yeah, so also watch the um, Hulk on Disney Plus if you haven't already. Hashtag Deadbeat Father. Stop it. But um, yeah. So yeah, watch the Hulk Attorney at Law on Disney Plus. So. Movie news. I don't know if you saw this, but this looks a little bit funny to me. Renfield. Yeah. Nicholas Holt and Nick, Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage. Cage. Yes. So, yeah, the trailer dropped for this a couple days ago where Nicholas Holt is playing a person named Renfield. So, the synopsis of the film is Nick, uh, that Nicholas Cage is playing Dracula. So the film stars Nicholas Holt as the woebegone Renfield. The film will follow the familiar as he attempts to do his master's bidding, which includes finding victims for the vampire to suck dry. He might want to try to break up with Dracula, but clearly there's a lot of codependency happening here. I mean, we love the supernatural idiot doing bad things for blood. It looks great. And honestly, I'm pleased to see. Um, I'm very pleased about the newest Prince of Darkness. So this actually comes out on April 14th in theaters. And it's directed by Chris Mackey, who directed The Tomorrow War, The Lego Movie. Ooh. And it's, what? I said The Lego Movie. Yeah, I'm that's sorry, The Lego movie. Batman Movie. Okay, that's good, because Tomorrow War sucks. Hey, everybody can't knock them all out the park, okay? But yeah, and the screenplay is written by uh, Ryan Ridley. He worked on Ghosted. He's also worked on Rick and Morty. The film also has Aquafina in it, Ben Schwartz, and Adrian Mar- uh, Martinez. So... Everyone knows who Aquafina is from either A, Girl Code, B, Aquafina is Lord from Queens, C, Ryan the Last Dragon, or D, Shang-Chi, um, or E, Crazy Rich Agents, because I forgot that one for a second. And Ocean's knows, 8. No one saw that movie. Um, I saw the movie. The Neighbors, okay. too. It's just Neighbors. One. It's just Neighbors, not The Neighbors. That's a different she, movie. She was, uh, in, she was, uh, she was in, in the sorority. Yeah. And uh, Ben Schwartz, who everyone knows from uh, Apple TV series, The Outer Party, Showtime's House of Lies, or Sonic the Hedgehog. 
And apparently, juice time. What? Juice time. Oh. And Adrian Martinez was in the secret life of Walter Mitty and focused, which no one saw. No one saw Walter Mitty either. I liked it. It wasn't that good. Once again, you're going off of critics. So, yeah. But yeah. And gross. All right. That movie didn't make no money. I don't know about that. Did it? Did it not? But yeah, it, it don't matter. What you got? Okay. So. Speaking of knocking it out of the park repeatedly over a course of a career, James Cameron oh, is, for fuck's sake. is now the only director in history to have three films uh, pass a billion dollars. I didn't know that was that rare. I mean, not, the Russos have two. Yeah, but not three. I know. It's <sighs> crazy. Also, uh, so uh, with that being said, the film has also topped the uh, highest grossing film of 2022. Uh, it, it beat out Top Gun for the number one spl- slot of this year. It is also into the black. It is now profiting and it will continue to profit for the next uh, foreseeable uh, weeks. I don't know how long it's going to be in the theaters, but as long as it's performing, it'll stay in the theaters. That's usually how it works. They don't mm-hmm. remove movies until they nah. start. Until they stop. Um, yeah, now it's about three, four months. Yeah, I know. And it's probably going to start tapering off, but they don't remove movies until they start not profiting. If it, if it starts tapering off and it starts doing lesser numbers, then they'll plan to pull it out. They'll pull it and, and fill the screen. If it's no, profiting, so they'll extend no, it. No, they won't. They will extend it. They'll Bruh, extend like, the like, like, like Top Gun made a billion dollars. They pulled it after four months, right? Yeah, but it was probably tapering off, though. It wasn't tapering. It was still being seen. And then they put it on um, streaming to purchase or rent. And it started making more money. Then they released it like the week before Christmas. I'm like, why? But yeah. Anyways, um, in addition to that, now they can greenlight the sequels, which they pretty much already did, but they officially greenlit the sequels. Uh, And uh, James Cameron actually uh, went on an interview and it revealed what his ideas were for the next uh, chapter of the Avatar um, uh, franchise. And his next idea is they're going to focus on Fire Navi, which sound so cool. So you have the Omatakai, who are forest dwellers. You have the Mitkayina, who are uh, water dwellers, who look significantly different than the uh, than the Omatakai. They have, you know, uh, enhanced forearms. They're muscular and almost webbed. And they have uh, flipper-like tails. Looks so cool. So I really want to see what these fire knives look like. Oh my god, I'm excited. I can't wait. So cool. So when are we gonna say he's just basically ripping off all the rings from Captain Planet? Uh well, sir, the concept of the elements is not new and you're mid I know. saying that he's, he's ripping it off then. Hey have you seen have you seen have you seen art? Because if, if that's what you the, your only uh if your only uh connection is Captain Planet and Planet Tears, you ain't you ain't watched nothing or read nothing. Nah, man, I got Mystic Knights of Tear in the Nog. Wow. Oh, that was a deep cut. Remember Mystic Knights of Tear in the Nog? Yeah, we talked about it like a couple weeks ago. Did we? Yeah, we oh, did. No, no, we didn't. We did not on the podcast? No, uh, not on the podcast. On, um... No, we talked about Spellbinder because you didn't know what the hell Spellbinder was. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Spellbinder just deep cut from the Disney Channel in the 90s, guys. It got canceled after one season. 
I guess it was too expensive. Just like Pirates of Dark Water. What the hell is that? You serious? Don't do that because you didn't. You didn't know Spellbinder. Pirates of Dark Water, but that was but nah, that was fire though. Everyone knew what Pirates of Dark Water was. In, in you, you, you gonna tell me? It, it's, it's an animated series from the nineties. It had one season. It, it was it was wildly popular. The toys did not sell well, and that's what tanked it. So like Ronin Warriors. Well, I think they're Ronin Warriors still. Once one season, I had all the toys, and I was the only one who knew. I knew who had them. I knew what it still was. I didn't have the toys. Yeah. Those toys must be expensive now. They might be. Don't look it up. We don't need that. He's going to do it anyway. All right. Speaking of toys, this actually came across my news feed uh, when we were on break, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. So that was a story um, about adults. You heard that? Go on. Um... So, yeah, there was a story about adults buying toys for themselves. Uh, and now we've been labeled as kiddos. Okay, first off, boomers, y'all can kiss my ass. Secondly, um, kiddos, how about I got a hobby and, I, and I'm willing to indulge in that hobby after I work hard uh, every every week. How about that? I'm actually going to post it right here. So, yeah. I was just like, you know, as a matter of fact, I'll put the, uh, hold on one second. I could have sworn I already had this downloaded, but I guess I didn't. But yeah, I'm going to download it real quick. and I'm going to put the audio in right now. Kiddos. Because I, 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 man, I, I don't know, man, got me effed up. Look, man, I, I, I just saw this. I'm like, really? Y'all really couldn't think of nothing else? This, I mean, I, I, I don't know. The name is whatever. I don't like how they came at us, all right? Kiddos, I'm a grown-ass man, all right? I just choose to buy, uh, buy action figures and figurines, okay? They're like, nah, man. You are an adult. Oh, so what am I supposed to spend my money on? Mortgages? You're after the housing market? All right, you ready? Here it is. Oh, I got to get live. Here we go. Toys of Christmas past are now revisiting many in their adulthood. From adult Happy Meals. Here are the fries. That was a thing. And Those then, toys are going like 10 stacks. To Barbie, who's starring in a new movie coming out next hey, summer. Hey, I want to see that. Shut up. Nostalgia is a driving force for a growing consumer group called the Kidults. CNBC reports that data from market research company NPD Group show adults who are young at heart spend about $9 billion annually. Having adult money and being able to shop toys. Jenny New got into Legos about six years ago when the Disney fan laid eyes on a special Disney castle set. They're really good at um, catering to adults. Just, I think basically they're aiming for the nostalgic thing. Now as a new mom... It's how she decompresses. I find building Legos to be like my my alone time and then also practice my patience. The sets come in collectible series like the annual Lunar New Year Legos or investment pieces like the Millennium Falcon, each paired with thick manuals best deciphered by Yo, that Millennium Falcon is expensive. For the past yeah. two plus years, adults really started to gravitate towards toys and games, um, not just to spend more time with their families, which they were doing at home, but also for themselves to de-stress. Aaron Muterick is a former software engineer turned connoisseur of putty. 
He says grown-ups are stuck on reliving simpler times from their childhood. I think there is some level of nostalgia. Putty was introduced in uh, the late 1950s uh, to children. We've seen it time and again where adults maybe think it is for children, but then once they touch the putty that their children have, they, they want one for themselves. He created a colorful and non-messy putty that can help some people dealing with anxiety. The first 10 years, I targeted specifically adults that work in offices, people that sit at desks uh, for stress relief, for fidgets and anxiety. Over the past year, the Kidult Group represented 60% of the dollar growth in the toy industry, despite accounting for only a quarter in sales. And toy manufacturers like Lego, Hasbro, and Mattel are tapping into nostalgia by creating products tied into movies like Star Wars and Marvel and classics like Hot Wheels. Ooh. A whole new market for a group of adults embracing playtime. Again, I just feels like I've accomplished something. It's like art. Oh, Joe, we love this. We yeah. love this concept. Man, it's all patronizing. It's like top categories for, for this kid. You'd expect maybe stuff you wouldn't expect. So, you have top of the list, you have board games. Yeah. Well, of course, we, we all know we play board games with our kids or as adults with yeah. our parents. So, that's mm -hmm. not surprising. But then you get into like fan or collectible items. And that mm -hmm. is when you're talking about Star Wars type things or maybe yeah. anything from the superhero movies or maybe things that just you buy that are as a toy from your childhood that reminds you of your childhood and mm -hmm. makes you feel good. And then, of course, you also have puzzles to yeah. That's sort of the same category as like Legos, the things that help sort of help you relax, yeah, and feel more cool. mindful. So. What would be your go-to? Um, I like, I love a light bright. That's always been mine since um, I'm a kid. But I just feel like grown-ups don't play because we, right. we're so busy and you can't and let's wrap it up. But there is something about sitting on the ground and like really, <laughs> really playing. That's, that's why I buy things for my bright kids. For you should. A light, a light, light bright Christmas. making things with <laughs> Do the girls, have the girls play with the light bright yet? Not yet. Not I, yet. Didn't, I didn't get it for them. I mean, so, the Santa didn't Right. So then you live, you know, you can live through this. Yeah. They play with it. We'll ask Santa. Thank okay. you, Joe. Hey, thanks for watching. Don't miss the Today Show. I'm sorry. That was patronizing, inaccurate, and wrong. Okay. I mean, what are we supposed to spend our money on? Huh? What, 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 what's the adult thing to do? Exactly. Kiddos. That's stupid. No, I'm sorry. Not buying those things don't make you an, don't make you an adult. So buying those things shouldn't make you a kid. I'm sorry. This is, this is not how it works. So I'm going to give my breakdown on this story and the reason why I buy it, the things I buy. Hence the reason I just went and got a $250 uh, Spider-Man. You bought it because you, you know what? The only thing you got to do is stay black and die. All right. What you want to do is buy the goddamn action figure. Okay. That, don't, that, that, don't, that looks don't let like nobody. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Kiddo. Man, F out of here. I'm so mad okay. about that shit. I'm right. upset. So. All right, um, when I moved to Fort Lauderdale at like 10 years old, it was me, my dad, my stepbrother, my stepsister. Shout out to Derek and Phoebe. Um, then eventually, you know, my two younger brothers came along. If you want a little bit more backstory on that, you can go listen to the Three Shades podcast. Yeah, I'm going to go grab something, too. Come back. Go ahead. Keep, okay. keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Or, or listen to episode 50 of our podcast, which is aptly titled Origin Story. So... Over time, you know, my dad and my stepmom split up. She went back to South Carolina. And it was just me, my dad, my two brothers. Eh, it, childhood was all right, but things kind of also went to shit because they would always break my shit. And so as soon as I started getting money, I started buying all the things I wanted. Even when I was still a kid, like, that's the reason why I started buying, like, the ultimate, 
You got a glare. You got a bad glare. That's why you need a light like by your computer. You know what? Yours is glare too. Shut the heck up. Well, I got a light here and I got a light here and a light on the camera. You just got to see three focus yeah, points of light. No, see that? You can see it now. Yes. So, so I decided, like, I'm going to buy everything I wanted as a kid. And guess what? My fucking brothers can't break my shit anymore. So the only person who can break my shit is me. Like, this Spider-Man has come out the box. I've actually played with it. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. So, man, I paid $250 for this. I'm fucking taking it out the box. This cost me $350, and I, it's still in the box. Samir, that's a statue. Don't matter. This is an action figure. These I mean, are I, action figures. I got action figures that are just expensive, okay? Oh, no. No, keep in mind, I'm not taking every single action figure out the box. Perfect example. I got two of these because FedEx fucked up. Nice. This is not, this, this is not the same set that Jason David Ring signed. Hey, if you want to uh, uh, give a boy a birthday gift that's around the corner... I'm not giving you that Mass Effect helmet. You know what? You're, you're, you're foul. You're foul. All right? So, so the backstory on that, guys, is... Flaw-ass I... flaw nigga. All right? That's what you are. That's the backstory. <laughs> so I'm a fan? No, you're flaw. All right? You flaw-ass nigga. All right? Acronym. F-A-N. F A no F no F L W A W. All right. But so yeah, I was I, I work in pest control. I did pest control at a customer's house. Dale Gribble motherfucker. No, because Dale just walk around with an empty container just going. But so yeah, I was doing pest control at a customer's house and he had the Mass Effect helmet. He only wanted the game. He was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna throw that away. He bought the limited edition. What's wrong with him? Yeah, so he was like, yeah, I, I I just wanted the game. I'm going to throw it away. I was like, really? He was like, yeah, I, I, uh, yeah uh, it's taking up too much space. Boo like, both these men. Boo he, this he, man. He, and he said, he said, you want to fight? Boo that man. Time, because by this time, I started collecting helmets. So I have about maybe roughly 18, 19 helmets at this point. I have three White Ranger helmets, two Pink Ranger helmets, a Lord Zed helmet, a dragon helmet. A Lord Zed head. Yes, it's a head, but you obviously wear it, so it's considered a helmet. Uh, two Blue Ranger helmets, an Iron Man helmet, a War Machine helmet, a Star-Lord helmet, Poe Dameron. Oh, shout out to Jamal for giving me that War Machine. The Mass Effect N7 helmet, uh, Ant-Man, Black Panther. I feel like I'm missing somebody, but I can't Probably. remember. Anyway, uh, uh, but yeah, the, re- the point is we buy this stuff because it makes us feel good. The housing market, like it's like like Samir said, the housing market is so shot to shit. We are never going to be able to buy a house. We are going to be renting until we fucking die unless our parents will us houses. And guess what? My dad willed me a house and I had to sell it because the will was so outdated. I had to split at the house with my brother's mom. And I was like, no, fuck that. So, yeah, we buy what we want. So for everyone who shames adults for buying stuff, fuck you. Eat a dick, and that's why you only spend your money on alcohol and cigarettes. Yeah, and and and, and redecorating your damn kitchen because that's that's fun. Ooh, you know. I mean, depending on what you do with the kitchen. I mean, I if mean yeah, gonna, I, I, I don't, I mean, I don't yeah. consider decorating just as much as the next guy, but <laughs> that don't don't mistake that for a personality, okay? <laughs> All right. You agree? You don't gotta shame people for you know remodeling the house. No, I'm ashamed of him because I, I feel I felt attacked 
by that guy thing, expose <laughs> fluff piece. It, it wasn't an expose. It was a extra, it, extra. It, it was the Today Show. It wasn't extra. Man, today these nuts. All right, how about this? <laughs> hey, did I tell you the time I saw Mario Lopez at Universal? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they All were right. just doing like the stuff outside when I went up there one weekend. I yelled, Mario! He just turned around and just... I'm pretty sure they had to recut, retake that. <laughs> so, wow. Okay, so uh, after Bernard's uh, cringy uh, uh, starstruck spasm, I don't know what you can call that, uh, let's move on to the next story. So, uh, Hideki uh, it, Itsuno, who is the develop, uh, who is one of the creators for, uh, he's a de- who's one of the developers on the on the uh, Dragon's Dogma Two game, and uh, basically he just made a post stating that the progression is going well and uh, it is becoming an interesting game. Okay. Yeah, this is uh, this was uh, posted via Twitter. Uh, what was this? A uh, cu- couple about, about almost a week ago. Yeah. So. The game's shaping up. Okay. Yeah. Cannot Ooh. wait for the next Dragon's Dogma because I kind of missed the first one. Um, I didn't really play it when it was hot and it's too old to play now. You know, I it's not point no point in seeing it. So uh, playing it. So I might as well wait for the next one. I have we have not seen any footage, gameplay, what have you, of this game, no screenshots. So I'm curious to see what they come up with. And what game was this again? Oh, Dragon's shit. Dragon's Dogma. Oh, okay. Um, sorry, I'm drinking uh, vodka and pineapple juice. It's kind of snuck up on me for a second there. All right. Um, so something Samir gives two shits about. <laughs> uh, I've talked about this multiple times. Michael Rosenbaum, he has a podcast. It's called Inside of You, where, you know, he interviews friends and, you know, people in the industry. And Stephen Amell was on this past week, and he was talking about his show on Stars that's called Heels. And he was talking about, you know, the uncertainty of it because apparently, you know, I didn't, I, I, I knew this, but I forgot it. Lionsgate owns Stars. Yeah. And I guess Lionsgate is trying to sell Stars. So, like, a lot of stuff that was already shot isn't um, being aired at the moment. Like, he, they wrapped up. Uh, production on season two of Heels back in July, so this should have already been out. So he was like, he he doesn't know this this there's the future of it, but he said he hopes that season two comes out very soon. And keep in mind, uh, this interview just came out last week, but the way they were talking, I do believe this was shot like, I mean, this interview was recorded maybe like back in October, because they were also mentioning stuff like his anniversaries on Christmas, and I'm like. Christmas already passed, so I'm putting two and two together, and he's talking about what? Oh, what? 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 You just grabbed your box like something happened. You sound like you went down. Nothing happened. Oh, <laughs> uh, so um, yeah. So he's talking about you know the Arrowverse and everything like that. And Michael Rosenbaum asked him, "Would he come back?" And he said, "It depends on the script." Yeah. So you just have you just have to accept that. If I had a problem with that, maybe I shouldn't have fucking stopped. <laughs> the show true you know speaking of which mm. if I, we've talked about this briefly but like different in a different scenario 
if someone called you from the Arrowverse, which they call it now, mm-hmm. of course, I've always called it. But if someone called you and said, hey, we want you to do a guest star, come back as the Arrow mm-hmm. for one of these shows, just an episode or two. Sure. Be honest. Would you be like, that's eh, not what I want to do? Or would you consider it? Oh, it would all depend. The storyline? This The storyline. The money? the Less so the money, because you're not you're not the star anymore of the show well but also this is a this is this is a one-off right it would be you're going back for for an episode or two episodes you're not going back to recreate the show right so you know the money everyone's gonna haggle but you're not gonna get an extra four million dollars out of them you might know you might you get might get extra, your quote or half your quote or something sure but it it would more it would more come down to you know, i like I like going online and I like seeing reaction videos, right? When fans see something in a television show that they like. So I would think to myself as a fan of whatever show, how pumped would I be if so-and-so character just appeared? So from that from that angle, I'd probably be like, yeah, let's do it. But again, de- depends, on the, depends on the show. It, it really like, I know that this sounds like Keep in mind that I'm honest because I said earlier that I got into acting originally to be famous. So so believe me when I say <laughs> that this really would come down to the storyline. Sure. But I think that if anyone's listening, mm-hmm. like uh, what's his name? Creator of uh, Arrow. Uh, Greg Berlanti? Greg Berlanti. Why mm-hmm. did I forget his name? It's the biggest name in TV. If, if if he was listening or other producers were listening and they go, oh, it's not about the money. We can get him for a price. Let's just get <laughs> sure. a good fucking story. Sure. I think you just messed up, Steven. No, I go, didn't. But no, no, no. no you, because, you'd, no. Be, you'd be compensated. I know how it, it. I, I, I know how, I know how it works. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know how it works because I, because I, you know, I've, I've been on the other side of helping someone with this negotiation. So I know precisely how it goes. All right. There would never be a conversation about money. It would be a conversation about story. Yeah. And I don't know if this was just serendipity or just perfect timing, but later on that week, they announced that Stephen Amell will indeed be returning for season nine of The Flash. And Samir was like, okay, how the hell is Oliver coming back? Because he did. did. He did. <laughs> yes. So there's there's no um they're not spoiling anything, so we don't know what's going to happen. I just, me and Samir were having this conversation. I was like, the only way this can happen is if Barry is on the verge of death. And obviously he sees the ghost of Oliver, Oliver, because Oliver is the specter. So, you know, we hopefully will be. I forgot they made him the specter. Yes. I mean, hell, Hal Jordan was the specter in the comics. So don't forget that. I, I know that. And Crispin Freeman. Crispus. Is it Crispus or Crispin? Crispus. Yeah, Crispus. So, yeah, I mean, he's coming back, baby! Mm. But, yeah, so, I can't wait. Uh, Season 9 of The Flash will be debuting February 8th, and I believe it will have 13 episodes. Keenan Lasdell will also be coming back, so Wally West will be coming back. Uh... Shout out to my boy, Willie. He was asking if Cisco's coming back. That's a rumor, not confirmed. So, I mean, Carlos Valdez, I think he deactivated his Instagram and Twitter, so he's been off the grid for a while. Yikes. So, yeah. Oh, and uh, we also got our first look at Raven's White 
suit for season four, part two of Titans when that comes back. Whack. How is it whack? Titans. Oh, so you said Jinx looked good. Brother, bro. Blah, 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 blah. I said the actress looked good. Um, mm. I don't know about the, the whole makeup. Stop the cap. <sighs> There's no, there's, there's just no pleasing with Samir. I, I, I can be pleased very easily. I'm pleased very often. I'm pleased with the, I'm pleased with the workmanship of this figure. Okay, very pleased on that. I am pleased uh, with the. Actually, no, it's something I'm actually tentatively excited about. So next story. All right, they have preliminary reviews for season one. I'm sorry for episode one of the Mayfield Witches on AMC Plus. AMC and AMC Plus. You can just say AMC. So, so far, it's kind of mid. It's the average mediocre. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Uh, so, I, I, so, so, let yeah. me get this right. Yeah. You got on my fucking back about this goddamn show. Uh-huh. Then you come on this motherfucking podcast. I'm still and watching. Tell me, and tell me the reviews are mid. I already set my DVR to record this shit. We still Sunday watching night. it. We still yeah, watching. It might still be fire. Okay, I'm gonna, still watch be fire. The, I'm, I'm gonna watch the first episode. But see, unlike Samir, I'm going to give it a shot because I ain't looking. You don't get nothing a shot. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What didn't I give a shot? Willow. I didn't watch the movie. Okay, and I haven't watched the movie in years. Okay, but you've seen the movie before once in your life, right? A million years ago. I've never seen Willow. You can watch Willow. It probably looks dated as shit. Po- oh, that, give it a chance, Bernard. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Samir, I, I only say that for new shit. I haven't tried to get you to watch new old stuff, but give it a shot. Only thing I've ever tried to get you to watch that's quote-unquote old is Young Justice. But even then, I've been straining and struggling to get you to watch that for over a damn decade. Man, you straining and struggling to take a dump, constipated bastard. Nah, that's how you get him, Royce. <laughs> That might be the name of the episode, because I was going to say I get pleased very often. That one might be good. <laughs> what, Constipated Bastard? No, uh, I get pleased very often. Well, well I'll put a slash. We'll, we'll discuss it later. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm still going to watch it. Watch the first episode, because we got to review that uh, this coming weekend. We also got to review Megan. Yes, I'm probably, excited I'm about probably, that. Yeah, I'll probably see if I can get Jared to hop on because uh, he actually went to go see it Friday night. He took the kids and he said Blumhouse knocked it out the park. So, yeah, there's that. All right. So, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, yeah, what about him? Uh, I mean, what's 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 our relationship with M Night Shyamalan? Is it love hate? I mean, is it hate hate? Is it? Eh? I honestly would have zero to no problem with that man if he just came out and apologized for the Last Airbender. Oh, 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 oh! I'm sorry. Just apologize for it. Just say, yo, I didn't know what I was doing. I know what I had. Uh, I'm sorry about the cast. Oops. Okay. Um. On that note. <laughs> Another movie was almost linked to uh, Unbreakable Split and Glass. Uh, which one? Avatar The Last Airbender. Ow. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> um, it was actually supposed to be The Visit. 
The visit? How again? I don't know. Uh, he said he was considering looping it in. But yeah, he was, I guess he was talking to the Hollywood uh, reporter. So the visit was going to be about, uh, he said it was in glass when they all got to the mental institution. I was going to tell a story about the visit and how two people escaped from the same hospital, but then he chickened out. So, yeah. I mean, I saw that. I was like, bro. Yeah. Now you're reaching because, I mean, if you just left Unbreakable and Split there, it, that would have been good. But then, I mean, Glass was good up until the end when he did this fucking plot twist. When is he going to learn? Stop doing plot twists. M. Night Shyamalan, do yourself a favor. Stop doing goddamn plot twists. What's a twist? Okay, the same robot chicken. But yeah, I mean, and I, I mean, I don't even know what the hell the visit's about. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Because according to this, it bombed. So I guess it was fresh. But yeah, he needs to stop doing twists. And stop, I mean, just quit while you're ahead, man. I'm just like, come on, man. Damn. But yeah, what do you got? Because, I mean, he's actually good with TV. Because everyone loved uh, Wayward Pines on Fox with uh, Matt Dillon and Terrence Howard. Okay. All right. Uh, so, the meteoric rise of the Adams Family character Wednesday over the decades is culminated in the series Wednesday by Netflix, which has recently been renewed for a second season. Created by the creators of Smallville, motherfuckers. Money and Shanghai over. Noon. And Into the Badlands. And Rub the Riders of Spider-Man 2. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's getting to season two. Nothing's uh, concrete yet in terms of pricing and uh, uh, pricing and um, packaging. You mean as far as budget? You could have just said budget. So, uh, I don't know what to expect from season two. I just hope that it's good because, you know, sometimes shows hit that sophomore slump. Yeah. It just sucks that we're probably going to have to wait maybe till twenty late 2024, maybe early 2025 because Gina Ortega is booked and busy. Yeah, I mean, basically. Yeah, and she's got Scream 6 coming out, which they dropped the trailer for, so I can't wait to see that. Did you go ahead and watch Scream 5 yet? Because I told you about it, and you didn't watch it. All right, I sleepy. So, really, you sleepy? All right, so what I'll do is we'll do one more story, but then we can call her a wrap, because you literally... Yeah, no, I'm drooping. Let's get this late. It's late, y'all. Okay, let's knock out a couple more stories, and then we'll call it. Okay, so... What'd you think about the new Evil Dead Rise trailer? Or did I you haven't watch watched it yet. I'm going in blind. Okay, you want to go in blind? Okay. But yeah, so he actually dropped that. Um, Bruce Bruce Campbell actually dropped the trailer for that on January 3rd on his Twitter. I cannot wait to see it. I forgot the release date, but um, there's also another movie. This is all basically a horror movie, so uh, this usually isn't my thing, but 
I saw this and I was just like, okay, some of these look good. So like I said, Evil Dead Rises one. There's also a movie called Korra. So this is done by Sony Laguna and Tommy Brooklyn. They did uh, Puppet Master. So, so basically a blanket of deadly mist, uh, a deadly mist blankets the earth. And basically you just have to live in masks, like kind of on some Avatar shit to breathe. Uh, Wolfkin is another one that's coming out with a single mother that fears her violent son could be a werewolf. And that was pretty much it. That so, sounds pretty interesting, actually. I want to see how that goes. Yeah. So, oh, and Quantum Leap came back. So, guys, watch Quantum Leap on NBC. It's a pretty good show. Yeah, it is. But, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what you got? All right. Uh, they, okay, so, this was reported by IGN. But HBO has no plans to write story adaptations for um, anything beyond or before the uh, virus outbreak in The Last of Us uh, TV show. Thank God. I mean, yeah, so I mean, you can pretty much milk season one for two seasons. And I know Neil Druckmann's working on the show, so... And I, I, I do believe he's working on the script for the third game as well. So maybe this can go six seasons if they do two seasons per game. Maybe seven if they milk the hell out of season two. Yeah, probably. And then you can also like have like a, a, a filler episode with like Left Behind. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah. Uh, that drops next week. I'm still not sure how I feel about it. Because, like I said, you know, Pedro Pascal is Joel. It's not the big deal anymore. Yeah, it still is. Because, bro, stop it. Joel is white. Yeah. I might, I might even do that hashtag, but then again, I'm not. I don't feel like giving off the incel vibes. But yeah, so Last of Us drops January 15th, which is next Sunday. So I think, guys, we are going to call it a wrap. We're just under an hour for this episode and not really much to in post-production. Yeah. Samir is getting a visit from the Sandman, and I don't think he's got the technology to capture him for, for eight years. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to call it a wrap, guys. This is Bernard, aka The Scarlet Spider. Samir, the king of black. And Empire that was... Slumbers. And that was our first episode back for the new year. And we bah, the bah, Angry bah, Blurs. Bah. Really? We're the Angry Blurs podcast, goddammit. Say your part! Oh, yeah. Well, the news are black and they're angry. Join us next week. Same Blur channel, same Blur network. Good grief. I'm so, yeah, guys. I sleepy. So, <laughs> so, next week, we will be reviewing the first episode of The Mayfield, which is along with Megan. Like I said, I'm going to try to get my boy Jared on here to review Megan, and I'll reach out and see if anyone else saw it. You know, Chris, Arsenio, maybe Loco. I don't know. But yeah, guys, yeah. be sure to rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We will catch you on the flip side. Samir, tell the people goodbye. Ooh.